Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deerwalk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let us pray. Merciful Father, you gave your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the Good Shepherd, and in his love for us to lay down his life and rise again. Keep us always under his protection, and give us grace to follow in his steps. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading for this fourth Sunday in Easter is from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 19 through 25. For this is a gracious thing, when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure? This is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Who are the people held up as examples of the good and valuable life today? Who is it that we are encouraged to emulate in our own lives? Who comes to mind? Political leaders? Military heroes? Sports figures? Achievers in the fields of science and technology? Accomplished artists? Entertainers? How about moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles? I'm sure we could list more than a few. Yet, and maybe especially in the case of an athlete or celebrity or politician, there can be and often are problems with any figure who has made a template or model for our own lives. First, as we have so often discovered, those who look good in the public eye often are deeply flawed with their own moral failures. I mean, do you really want to hold up as an example a successful business person who is convicted of embezzlement or a popular political figure whose life is marred by corruption, bribery, or other skullduggery? Truth be told, on this mortal coil, there are no perfect examples. Second, even with the best of examples, those men and women whose lives do appear to be wholesome and without public defect, 
there's a problem. They seem to set the bar so high that we can never measure up to it. In today's text, Peter speaks of another example, one who is categorically different from any other role model or hero that you might think of within the world that we know. Peter holds up another example, but more than a mere example. The apostle commends to us the good shepherd, Christ Jesus. He is an example, but he is so much more. He is the Savior who suffered for our sins and was raised from death to give life to unruly and straying sheep. So this morning, we focus our minds and hearts on this good shepherd. Our good shepherd is our example in suffering and so much more. Dr. Martin Luther reminds us that before Jesus can be our example, he must be our Savior. The pre Reformation equivalent to those WWJD bracelets that were popular a few years ago was uh, an imitation of Christ, quote, piety that saw the essence of faith as living just as Jesus lived. Salvation would be acquired by conforming oneself to the pattern of Christ's perfect life. Over and against this approach, Luther asser asserted that Jesus is first and foremost gift or sacrament, and only secondarily is he an example. Salvation by imitation would still leave us under the law and in our sin. Luther noted that Jesus is our example not in order to attain to salvation, but in order to live out our baptisms as redeemed and regenerated children of God in this sinful world. Our good shepherd is an example of endurance and more. And just what is there to endure? Unjust suffering. Peter is reminding us that this is suffering that comes not so much from our sin, especially not from our sin, but from the sin of others. Suffering is expected by those who have done wrong. Criminals have no reason to ask why a punishment is coming to them. This is easily explainable. The suffering of which Peter speaks issues from actually doing what is good and right in the Lord's eyes. St. Paul was executed by Roman sword for preaching the gospel. So too Peter, as tradition has it, was crucified upside down for living as a Christian. Even in early church history, we hear of Polycarp, who was burned at the stake as he would not deny his allegiance to the good shepherd, Jesus. And yet today, in other places such as China, India, and in the Middle East, one's life is endangered and suffering is sure just for following our Lord Jesus. We call this cross-bearing, for it is suffering that comes from being identified as the one who belongs to the crucified Lord. Yet Christ Jesus is not only an example of endurance, but he is the one who endured for us. When he was insulted, ridiculed, and reviled, he received it. In his will to be our Savior, he endures humiliation at the hands of sinners. Recall the aspects of his passion. Betrayed by his friend, spit upon, heckled by soldiers and crowds, beaten and bloodied, Finally, he endures the shame of the cross. 
he is unjustly executed as a blasphemer. The one who knew no sin is made sin for us. His cruciform life is the life to which we are called when he says, Take up your cross and follow me. We, beloved, follow in his steps. Our good shepherd is the example of forgiveness for those who do us wrong and more. Forgiveness of sins was his mission. He came into the world to purchase and win the forgiveness of our sins by his death and resurrection. He innocently suffers for our sins and sheds his blood in atonement for our sin. Throughout his life, he is extending this forgiveness to sinners. As he heals a paralytic, he says, your sins are forgiven. Others wanted to throw rocks at the woman caught in adultery. He said, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Christ prays from the cross in the midst of his torture, Father, forgive them. Much more than example, Jesus also forgives us. He is a victim who does not victimize. In this world, those who are victims often become victimizers. History is full of examples of how an oppressed people is liberated only to become oppressors. We can see those who use legitimate complaint not to obtain justice, but to merely grab power. But Jesus does not make victims of those who persecute him. He bears the sin of the world and our individual sin in his body. By Jesus forgiving us, we are released from sin's power and the compulsion to use our suffering as an excuse for sinning against those who hurt us. Instead, we die to sin and live to righteousness. As St. Paul reminds us that our old self was crucified with Christ in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Jesus teaches us to pray, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Our forgiving follows his forgiving us. Our good shepherd is the example of entrusting our lives into the hands of a faithful and just judge and more. Jesus commends his spirit in the hands of his father. And the well-known prayer is his. Now I lay me down to sleep. In death, yes, even his God-forsaken death for our sins on the cross, he clings to his Father, trusting in him. We follow Jesus' example with, in effect, the same prayer in Luther's morning and evening prayers. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. But much more than example, Jesus is the shepherd and guardian into whose hands we can commend our souls. We have the sure and certain knowledge that nothing will divorce us from his love and care, not even the distress of harassment, the tribulations that are inflicted upon us, nor the pandemics we face. Even in dying, we live with confidence in this promise. These things will not snatch us from the hands of our good shepherd. What people intend for evil, God works for the good of those who trust in him. And more, 
The good shepherd who began the good work in us by calling us to faith will bring it to completion. Thus, we commend ourselves to Christ, comforted by and thankful to God that we have more than a good example in Jesus Christ. We have a good shepherd who was put to death for your sins and raised again for your justification. Knowing that he has loved us with such an everlasting love, even to the point of being given over to suffer death on the cross, Beloved, we can live as those who are conformed to his image, pressed, as painful as it may be at times, into that image. He is an example for the life of faith in the Father and love for the neighbor. But even better, he is the shepherd who has rescued us, reconciling us to his Father, and even now by his gospel, enlivening and enabling us to live in him and for him. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Risen Christ, faithful shepherd of your father's sheep, teach us to hear your voice and to follow your command that all your people may be gathered into one flock to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.